Hello and welcome to Coffee with Cindy, a weekly devotion to strengthen and encourage you. Here is your host, Cindy Lauterbach. So today I have a question. How is your footing? Footing, you might ask. What do you mean by footing? What I'm really asking is, how is your spiritual walk? Do you feel like the path that you're on is steady? Or does it veer a little bit to the left? Or maybe to the right? Is the path that you're on broad and wide, filled with flowers and all those lovely things? Or maybe it's become a little bit narrow, filled with holes and crevices and even rocks. Is the path you're traveling uphill? Or is it a downward slide? How is the path that you're traveling and how are you walking the path? A lot of questions, right? Right. Well, recently I read about a woman. Her name is Emily Harrigan. Emily Harrigan is an avid, well-trained, well-experienced rock climber. And in 2019, it was her goal to be the first woman to free climb this, uh, this route. It's called El Capitan's Golden Gate Route in less than 24 hours. She wanted to climb this in less than 24 hours. Now this route entails about 3,000 vertical feet of ascent. In order to accomplish this within 24 hours, speed was definitely something that she needed to consider. Speed was very important. So it was 4 a.m. on November 24th, 2019. Emily got up, prepared herself to be the first woman ever to do this in one day. So her and a team of others started the climb. Well, approaching a relatively easy spot, Emily noticed that the rubber on her shoes were having difficulty gripping the rocks as she climbed. The weather had caused the rocks to become somewhat slick. So carefully moving her foot from one crack in the rocks to the next, with about 50 feet of rope available to her that would catch her, Emily loses her footing, slips and fall, tumbling down the mountain, crashing into the rocks. Well, fortunately, Yosemite search and rescue arrive at 6 a.m. two hours later and take Emily to the hospital. The good news is Emily survives the fall. And this is what she states. She states that it was her safety system, her safety system that prevented her from suffering catastrophic or fatal injury. Her safety system, hmm, every rock climber has one. Without it, when they slip and they fall, it would be disastrous. It might be the last climb they ever climbed. So this got me thinking about my safety system. What do I have in place to protect me when I fall, not climbing a mountain, but when I fall spiritually? How about you? What do you have in place to protect you from falling catastrophically, falling with your spiritual life? Anything that protects is what we want to have in place. 
So what is it? Lauren Daigle, she sings a song entitled, Hold On To Me. I wonder who she's referring to in this song. Let's listen to some of the words and find out. The song goes like this, Hold On To Me. It says, when the best of me is barely breathing, when I'm not somebody I believe in, hold on to me. When I miss the light the night has stolen, when I'm slamming all the doors that you've opened, hold on to me. Hold on to me. Hold on to me when it's too dark. Hold on to me when I'm sure I've reached the end. Hold on to me when I forget I need you. When I let go, hold on to me again. When I don't feel like I'm worth defending, when I'm tired of all the pretending, hold on to me. When I start to break in desperation, underneath the weight of expectation, hold on to me. And then she ends it by saying, I could rest here in your arms forever because I know nobody loves me better. Hold on to me. What a great, great song. She's talking about the Lord. She's talking about her spiritual walk. I just love when she mentions that when she slams all the doors that God has opened for her, Lord, still hold on to me. Haven't we done that? Haven't we slammed shut some of the opportunities that God provided for us, that he's presented to us? Because for whatever reason, many multiple reasons, we don't want to do it. We don't trust that God is going to do something wonderful. And we slam the door shut by saying one word, and that word is no. Ever felt that by not listening to him, Maybe we slam the door as well. Ever felt that not being obedient to what he's asked us to do? That's slamming the door too. And when we did that, how did it go? How did things work out? Do you ever want to give up? Stop pretending and telling everybody that life is great, you are great. When your heart is crying out, you just want to be real. You want to tell the truth but you're afraid that people will think less of you. You're afraid that people will see a weakness in you. So you just go on playing the game, playing the game, telling them, telling everyone that all is well, when in fact you're crying out, when in fact you're dying inside. In Psalm 73, verses 2 through 5, says this, David writes, he says, But as for me, my feet had almost slipped I had nearly lost my foothold, for I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have no struggles. Their bodies are healthy and strong. They are free of common burdens. They are not plagued by human ills. Wow, looking at and judging people by what we see on the outside really makes us think. It looks like they have it all together, doesn't it? By the homes they live in, the cars they drive, the outfits they wear, and even their physical appearance, they look like they have it all. I'm here to tell you, 
that they don't. We all have things that we are working on. We all have areas in our lives that we feel weak, that we need help. Don't ever think by looking at someone that they have everything. That's not life, right? That's right. So if you're at the place where you might not have the car of your dreams, the house of your dreams, the outfit of your dreams, it's okay. Be real. God will see you through appearances. Do not tell the full story. Sometimes, even though when we see those appearances, we're wondering why are they living the blessed life and not us? This is when our feet almost slip. This is when we might find ourselves becoming impatient with God, waiting on God to answer those prayers that we have prayed and trusted and believed in for years. I ask you, are there any prayers that you have prayed, that you have cried out to God, and that you are waiting, you're in the waiting phase? You're trusting, you're believing, but some days it's hard to believe. It's hard to trust. It's hard to have hope that number one, God has heard your prayers and that he is going to answer them. His prayers, the prayers that we pray, I'm here to tell you that he hears. So when we struggle with thoughts like these, when our hearts fail us, be encouraged. God is not angry with you. He knows we are made, we are human because he put us together, he understands. Don't allow the devil to condemn you and say, oh, I can't believe you're doing this. God has truly given up on you. He's so disappointed. No, he's not. He knows what we are made of. The Bible tells us this, 2 Timothy 2.13, a very, very good verse. You might want to write it down. It says, when we are faithless, he, God, remains faithful. The International Standard Version says it like this, our faith may fail. His never wanes. That's who he is. He cannot change. So if it makes you feel any better, to be honest and open with God. God already knows what you're thinking. He knows what you're feeling. So don't pretend with God. Be honest and be upfront and know that even when we are faithless, when we struggle and even kind of lose our hope, lose our footing, even when we slip a little bit, he is right there. He remains the same. He remains faithful and he works in us so that sooner or later, he will bring us around and he will show us who he is. Praise God that he never gives up on any of us. Psalm 72 verse 26 says this, My flesh and my heart may fail. Isn't that right? Your flesh and your heart sometimes fail, but God, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is my portion and the strength of my heart forever and ever. My word to you today is this. Even as Emily said it was her safety system that kept her alive, 
that kept her going, that gave her another chance. Let Jesus be your safety system. Let him be the one that says, I am here for you. Let him in. Invite him in. Tell he knows, he knows you completely more than you know yourself, more than anybody else knows you, and he still loves you. He still wants to be your safety, your safety system, your safety rope. Let God be your safety system, your safety net. Allow him to catch you when you slip. Allow him to catch you when you fall. We all slip and we all fall. He is right there. In fact, he's there ready. You never have to wonder, is he available? Is he there? Is he ready? He is. He stands. He waits. But you got to invite him in. He will not take it upon himself. He will wait until you ask him in. So if you've never asked him in, ask him in today. Ask him in to be your safety net, to be your safety rope, to protect you, to help you when you fall, when you slip. He says, I'm here. I, that is why Jesus sent his son, not only to give us a place to live forever with him, but to help us through the journey here. Why not take it? Why not take everything that God has offered to us? You know what? You got to try it. If you've never asked Jesus into your heart, do it. Ask him to come into your heart. Invite him in to be your Lord and your Savior. And he will come in, surrender it all, and give him, give him the rope. Say, catch me when I fall. And again, he doesn't say, you got to fix yourself up first, and then I'll consider it. He says, I'll take you as you are. Broken, as long as you're yielded and available to God, God's right there. God says, he is waiting. God says, he loves you. God says, he made you, and it is his greatest desire to be everything that he is, because he wants you to know that he is the God of yesterday, of today, and forever, and that he is the God that is able to do exceedingly more than we ask or imagine. So Jesus waits patiently for us to invite him in to be our safety net. You know what? Think about this. Your past doesn't matter. Your present today matters. Your past, God doesn't care, but he does care about your present. And he's asking you all, let me in. Let me show you. Let me prove to you who I am. And you will be so filled with joy and peace that he would want you to tell everyone so that the whole world would know. The world is looking for someone to be there, someone to love them, regardless of their past, regardless of who they are. God says, I'm the one. I'm the one for you. So remember, God never gives up on you, so don't you give up on you. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining Cindy for this week's devotion. We hope that you were encouraged and that you subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. We look forward to getting together with you again next week.